This is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the 27th episode of the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. This serial podcast is about helping others understand the life of a recovering hoarder. Thank you, thank you, thank you for comments, likes, reviews, for subscribing to our show, and please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com, a place that pairs digital creators with people who want to support them. Last time, Mary described what it was like to say goodbye to her mother's things and the trust required to let them go. In today's conversation, we check in on how things are going with her spouse. With him loving space and her need to fill it up, it can get tricky. So I like to check in every now and then on on how things are going with with your husband since we know that this is a an issue mm-hmm. for him his house and your struggle <laughs> and um what's been going on with with that side of things lately Well um with progress means a mess so the house is a disaster right now Yeah and um he sees it, though. I mean, he sees where I'm going. And, in fact, two days ago, I said, you know, what's really, really bumming me out is I don't have any boxes. I always have boxes, and I've run out of boxes. And he says, you're going to let that stop you? You go down the street and you buy some. And I'm like, oh, that's so against my grain <laughs> to buy new boxes uh-huh. to give stuff away. And it's like buying stuff to recycle it. So, um... I I was able to go to this vintage shop and and grab some boxes just yesterday, mm. which helped me pack up those five. But um, I I I don't know what happened, but one day it just hit me that I needed to let him hear the promo for this podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, I just walked up and sat down next to him, and I said, "You got to hear this. This is our promo." And um. He's someone that needs time to ponder mm-hmm. things. So he's been pondering it for a while, maybe about four days, five days, since I played it for him. And um, I, I told him that he's welcome to listen to the podcast when he's ready, but I, I don't think he's ready. Mm-hmm. But that was our first step yeah. in this. And I told him that... Um, you know, when we started out, we were thinking that I was talking to other hoarders, which I am, but that it's evolving into helping people who love their hoarders, mm-hmm. the people who are trying to live with hoarders and help them. And uh, he seemed to like that idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, help for the, the hoarder lovers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, there's just a shift. There's such a shift in me that he can't deny it. Um, last week, okay, this is, this is what I call the procrastination bandwagon. So it's a good thing. Um, I'm riding the coattails of, um, of a project, which was getting the stuff to this linens lady. And in doing that, I cleaned out our linen closet. I cleaned out the basement, um, um, I should say the, the laundry room area. There's things that he thinks... Um, he does really well when there's white space, Mm -hmm. just space. And I'm someone who looks at the space and says, that should be plugged up. 
So I have this little three-drawer plastic bin next to the um, wash machine, between the wash machine and the sink, and to me it makes total logic because that's a space it should be used. But I'm starting to look at it through what would make him happy, and it might just be to have that thing gone. Mm. And so I looked at what's in it and got rid of most of it and took that thing out and then got into tossing out a whole bunch of stuff from the laundry room. Hmm. And I was just on this little whirlwind. Meanwhile, I'm not working on the linens anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's this is I don't know how to explain it, but it's just this motivation that I don't get very often. And so when I have it, I want to use it on every nook and cranny I can possibly get to. Mm-hmm. So um, I cleaned out the linen closet and took out a lot of the clutter and made more space, like white space, unused space, just to help. And you look in it and you're like, oh, mm. it's nice. Mm-hmm. He he's, he commented that he's kind of afraid to touch anything because this looks so good. But I said, that's not the point. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be able to utilize it. So... He can't deny that there's something shifting in me. And what I've um, noticed is that um, I will I will create a space or create something. Let, let's just say like a cubby of something. Let's put all things together like supplies. And I put them all in there and you think that's a, that's a good use of time. But when you realize you have enough to fill six of these cubbies, it's not. It's silly. It's kind of like um, I'm building something, and then I realize the ridiculousness of it, and I tear it apart. Mm. And I'm trying to look at it as what is logical and what is cute. And Mm. I'm always trying to make cute. And it's stupid. So I, I took a look at a cubby that I had that had everything that I look for in it and realized that all I do is pile stuff on top of it and it's not useful. So I took out the blank envelopes and put them in the drawer with the other blank envelopes and I took the tape out and put that with the other tape and I just kind of dismantled it and I was talking to my dad who has memory issues and you know I often will think he has no idea what I'm talking about and I was telling him how I am quicker at making these these things and then dismantling them and he said it was because you're trying to justify keeping it all mm. exactly mm. that's exactly what i'm doing mm-hmm. so the time frame between creating and then dismantling couldn't be can actually be within 10 minutes now wow. as opposed to 30 days 60 days mm. and it's like i'm fighting <laughs> This, this natural urge to create. And I have to tell myself, at some point I can create. Mm-hmm. This is not the time. This mm-hmm. is not where it's coming. Right. It's not where it's help- helpful. So I'm just looking at the functionality. And I was noticing today when you were making your um, the food for us, mm-hmm. thank you very much, you were able to open up the dishwasher and put dishes in it. And you didn't have to move stuff to get to it. And you're able to open up your cupboard and grab a, a glass, and you didn't have to move a glass to get to that glass. Just 
things being utilized the way they should. And um, I almost want to say you have no idea what you have by being able to do that. Mm. And it's what I'm craving and it's what my poor husband has been, you know, longing for. Okay, so that's really intriguing to me. Um, like, what what's it? What's different with your dishwasher? Um, our kitchen's pretty crammed, and so if we open up the dishwasher, no one can walk past it. And part of that is because I have a bench right next to it, which could be removed. Okay, and that's my next goal is to get that out of there. Mm-hmm. It's this. It's this need to fill space. Yeah. It's this, um, what Brene Brown would maybe even um, relate to, um, uh, I had the word now, for scarcity. Mm. And, you know, um, when, when I was at my peak, I if someone was coming over, I would have even used the bathtub to store stuff. And you've seen that with, with someone who is so full, they, their bathroom isn't even usable because it's become a storage. Mm-hmm. And when you're seeking out ways to stash things, everything is is space that could be utilized for that. Mm-hmm. And it's forgetting the space you need to breathe mm-hmm. and just function. And in fact, it's saying you don't deserve that. Mm-hmm. So what is shifting in me is recognizing our sanity is worth more than that trinket. Mm. Oh my god. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm I'm I don't know how to say it other than I'm on fire to get rid of stuff. It's mm. crazy. Ah, uh, yay. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy for you. On fire it, to get it, rid it, of stuff. I am. And I may have said this to you before when I went to the recycle center where I said I want to, I'm throwing stuff out so fast I'd throw out my car if I didn't need to use it to drive uh-huh. home. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I want to get rid of everything. So um, it's it's kind of become a new approach to everything of let's rethink this. Why do you have this bench here, Mary? What is the purpose? Is it really because it's helpful or is it because you... You have anxiety about having empty space. And isn't it funny that the empty space is what would make my husband happy, yet it creates anxiety in me. Mm-hmm. And yet, when you watched me, you were struck by that right. and wanted that. Right. So it's, it's again, that battle, I'm right? I'm stepping into this new dimension of thought where I am craving the space, mm-hmm. as opposed to it um, scaring me. Mm-hmm. And I, I can feel the transition. And um, I, I would equate it to there's a rhythm to life. And think of it like um, when you see kids doing the double jump rope mm-hmm. and how the person has to be able to time it right to get in there, I, I, for one, would always screw it up if I were to ever try that. But I feel like I'm able to ease into that jump rope and I'm right with them. Mm. And how long have I been someone who just couldn't have ever, ever been with that rhythm? And mm-hmm. it's this is the rhythm. I just recently heard about this, that there's like 
432 time, and then there's 440 or something like that for time, like the conductor at an orchestra. Oh, yeah. And the 432 is the rhythm of nature. Like, it's a natural rhythm. I can't describe it. You have to look it up. But I feel like I've been in my own rhythm by myself in this world. And as I'm crossing into the rhythm, everything's falling into place. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that has to do with embracing it. And, um, you know, they, they... I I would say that if I wasn't going to therapy, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be at this point. But a lot of that has to do with doing your work. So it's not just going to therapy and having them diagnose you. You have to work at it. And I feel like this rhythm is is an acknowledgement that I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I have never heard that, the rhythm of nature. I'll have to look that up. I just recently heard about it, and um, it's something that they're pushing to, I guess, supposedly, if you hear music that's in the normal time that we're used to, that was just in the, since the 50s that they determined it to be in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as soothing. But when it's in the 432, it's 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 just more in our realm, I guess. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, we've all heard the phrase marching to the beat of a different drummer. Right. And yeah, that has a negative connotation. It has right. a positive connotation. Like right. you've got the guts to do your own thing and you don't care. Right. And then the, you know, what's up with them? Why can't they, you know, whatever, join the, the gang? Right. Um, and they're both, they both can be positive and negative, both mm-hmm. sides of that. Mm-hmm. And when I'm joining this rhythm, it's what we all long for. It's this um, no longer going against the grain. Mm-hmm. Why am I reinventing the wheel? That kind of stuff. Right. But my natural tendency is to do whatever the heck I want. So I got that down pretty well. I don't think I need to worry about losing that rhythm. <laughs> mm-hmm. What I'm longing for now is normalcy. And I know there's no real thing is normalcy we're all you know struggling with our own things but i just i just want to be where the path of least resistance is where it's just this is this is laid out for you mary you don't need to be working against it at all times and what's funny about that is maybe that's where all my energy was spent when i didn't have the energy to go through stuff i was I was reinventing the wheel. I was, I was, dan- I was spending all my energy dancing to the wrong beat. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So husband is noticing mm-hmm. a different rhythm with you, mm-hmm. and he listened to our little two-minute oh, yeah. clip that <laughs> yeah. we were putting together, just kind of see what we got. Mm-hmm. Um, did he say anything he, after that? He. He complimented me on it, was proud of me on it, but like I say, I think he needs to to digest it. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I was just curious if he said anything at all. No. If he was just silent and he's still processing. But... No, and it wasn't like he was silent, like, don't talk to me. <laughs> it was more like, well, that's, you know, I honestly, when it's something that's out of left field, it takes him a while. 
yeah. to digest. And, you know, he's he's used to my quirkiness. <laughs> so it, it'll be interesting to see what he has to say. And I'm ready with pen and paper because I usually write down <laughs> what he has to say. <laughs> yeah, because we still have to determine whether his name is getting bleeped out or not. Because mm-hmm. we, we said it a couple times and haven't haven't gone back to do any editing on whether he's okay with being maybe found out. Right. Um, as long as, as well as you being found out and, and we're staying tuned on that. Right. For now. Right. But it's, it's good that you're sharing while he's seeing the progress. I think that's important because you said he was thinking that you were just kind of all talk mm-hmm. if you would have said too much about this. Cause I wanted him to be like, Whoa, Mary, mm-hmm. wow, great. Just like the, mm-hmm. the marathon right. tears that we've <laughs> right. been talking about. Right. But, but he just wasn't ready to do that until he could trust it, I right maybe. Well he's heard me talk about this thing. And um he he's someone who's very logical and um plans things out and he doesn't understand how I just kinda go with the flow. Mm-hmm. So it probably if there's anything that, that is something he's pondering is how did you get this done? <laughs> Because <laughs> so, <laughs> we have defined, defied all odds, right? Yeah. Is that the word? Uh-huh. I don't know. It's interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, just on that note, and we'll wrap up here pretty soon. Um, it was a little while ago when we were doing some research. We were trying to figure out what we want to call this. We've toyed with way, way, way back. Confessions of a Recovering Hoarder, and I don't think we're there right now. But we were doing some research and trying to figure out what's already out there, what what sources are available, what resources do people have for help, and we had stumbled upon something. Mm -hmm. Um, And you were going down the rabbit hole, and I was going down the rabbit hole on reading that, and it was resources for the the spouses or the the, the people close to the hoarders, and that was kind of depressing to read some mm. of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything to to share back on that on that topic at all. But did you is there anything that you remember from your reading on that that is pertinent while we're talking about your husband or is mm. that too far? You know what's funny is I glanced at it all, but I never really read much of it. Okay. And um I I I don't think it was a conscious decision. I just was busy. Mm-hmm. So I didn't um, good. I th- because I was reading it and it was it all this cause commiserating. Mm. What should I do? My spouse, blah, 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 mm. blah. Should we, should I leave? Will they ever get this figured out? It was, it was really, right. um, really striking in, in how emotional it was and the people that chiming in with their experience and their advice. And I just wondered, what is this like for Mary to be reading about this? Mm. But you didn't, I didn't read there. it. You know, what's interesting about that is there was a, um, psychologist on the radio one day that someone called in and said how do I get my um relative to quit hoarding they're a hoarder and how do I break through to them and and his point was um first of all that that psychologists psychiatrists therapists are always given the thought that um that they can change people and they can't and he said that the only answer is for that person who's the hoarder to want to change and what's funny about this is I heard this months ago 
And when I heard his answer, I was mad. I wanted to hear what he had to say. I rehear it maybe two weeks ago, and I'm like, you're right on. Mm. And I am so thankful that something deep inside me always wanted to change. And what's interesting about that is even when to everybody else that it looked like I didn't want to change, I wanted to change. Mm -hmm. So there was a tiny little seed down there. Mm -hmm. And to my husband, it would look like I was actually adding to the problems, even when I wanted to change. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to see from the outside what's going on on the inside. Mm -hmm. I, I... I do want to delve into that at some point, but yeah, I don't think I'm ready to hear it. Yeah. It might undo me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it might. And I'm in a delicate spot right now. Yeah. And it's just because I'm crossing over. I'm, mm-hmm. trying, I'm crossing to the point where some of this might be my past, and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> Forget I said anything. No, it's important stuff. It's just not right now. No, no. It's, it's, it would just, yeah, I think you said it well. It would just, you're in a vulnerable spot, and why, why get bogged down by extra other people's emotions, Mm -hmm. and you're dealing with your own, and that's enough. That's a, that's, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Huh, okay, so good. Things are moving, and he's... He's seeing the progress, and um, we'll just have to catch up and see where these next couple drop-offs go and what you and I might do with getting rid of it on eBay and catch up another time. Sounds good. Okay, bye. Bye. And that ends today's Chronicle. Did you catch Mary's aha moment? That we need space to breathe, to just function. In her past, she's thought she didn't deserve that. And now she's realizing that her sanity is worth more than the stuff. Yes, it is. So cool. We love hearing from you. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Cluttercron. Thank you to Brother Michael for his gorgeous music. Find him on lowlife.com, L-O-L-I-F-E.com. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles. <laughs>